Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Living a healthy, balanced life as a mom can sometimes feel impossible. With tiny mouths to feed, butts to wipe, and so many things vying for our attention, it can be easy to feel like we're in an on-again, off-again relationship with healthy living. But it doesn't have to feel this way. I believe every mom is a super mom, and you deserve to feel like one too, and you don't have to go on another diet to do it. Join me, Kristen Dovniak, holistic nutritionist and certified intuitive eating counselor for conversations on what it means to live a healthy, balanced life. I want to help you uncomplicate eating, improve your relationship with food, and live like the supermama I know you are. Hey friends, it is my first official time on the mic since the new year started, and I won't lie, it feels a little bit weird, but it also feels really exciting. I have so many incredible guests lined up for you in 2020, as well as a few really exciting projects up my sleeve that I'm so excited to share with you. I love this feeling of a fresh start, a new decade, and I have some big things that I'm really excited to share. And I'm not quite ready to share them yet, but we are getting very close, so stay tuned. But first, I thought I'd give you a little life update. You all seem to like it when I did it a little update on my 50th episode, and now we are 69 episodes in, which just feels crazy to me. We're going to hit 100 episodes this year. So I know it's already, we're already into January, but we had a great little holiday as a family, and we kept it really simple this year, which felt really good. We stuck to the things that truly brought us joy, tried not to overpack our days or our evenings with events, and although it's still a busy time of the year for me work-wise, and so it was still a, a packed season, I think we did a pretty good job of balancing it all this year. The holidays certainly came fast and left fast, but it felt good and it felt natural. So I took off about two and a half days at the end of the year for my annual work retreat, which I've done the last couple of years, and it is so life-giving. This it, It's just such a life-giving part of my life and something that I predict I will continue for years to come. 
But something that was different this year, something we did totally different this year, was that I had my husband come with me on a little dream date, as we called it, partway through. Now, I will admit it probably would have worked out better if it was right at the very end. We kind of stuck it in the middle, which ended up being a little bit weird timing-wise, but it was still so good to connect with him about our hopes and dreams as a family this upcoming year and beyond and integrating him into what I'm doing in my business as he started helping me out in some areas. And then the biggest change we walked into in this new year is that we're now both working for ourselves. We are officially a family of two entrepreneurs. He has a business partner and I'm obviously continuing to do what I'm doing with Healthy Mama Life and with the Healthy Balance Mama podcast and with coaching. And if you had asked me a decade ago whether I'd still be working for myself because I started my first business at 22, so more than eight years ago now, I would say absolutely. I've always wanted to work for myself. I've always been passionate about being an entrepreneur and bringing the things that I'm passionate about into the world. But that long ago, my husband, I'd say maybe not. But over the last couple of years, he's really shown an interest in doing his own thing. He's been growing in various areas. He's been helping me out in my business from time to time. So when the opportunity arose really recently, we went for it. So it's been a really huge transition for us as we're learning how to work together sometimes and together but separate other times and balancing our kiddos and all of that. But our relationship has grown leaps and bounds this past year especially, and I'm really excited about what the next decade holds for us individually and us as a family. So I think I'll leave it right there for now. That's kind of what's been going on in our lives. So if you like these life updates, please let me know and I'll kind of share with you how things are going in our family, new things that are coming up in my business. I know I share things with you like when I have a new project that I'm working on or I have a new web class or something like that. But if you like these sort of personal updates, let me know and I'll keep sharing with you because I always say I want this to be a two-way conversation. I know you're the one listening and I'm the one speaking more often than not. Sometimes I have listeners come on the podcast too. Um, But I really do like to hear from you guys and I want you to continue to hold this conversation with me and tell me what you like, what you want to hear, what guests you want on as well on the podcast, because I'm here to serve you. I absolutely love picking the guests and having these incredible conversations with incredible humans, but I really want to hear what you want to hear because that's why I'm here. So today I also wanted to do something new. I wanted to do a little listener shout out because I appreciate you guys so much. Every download, every subscribe, and especially those reviews and ratings, they are what keep me going because they show me that you're actually listening to and enjoying what I'm putting out in the world. So thank you so much for listening this whole past year. And if you could just take a second to pop into iTunes, hit my profile picture in shows and scroll down and let me know what you're loving from the podcast, I would so appreciate that. It only takes a minute, but it really does mean the world on my end. So today's review is from Ekta Adjane, and she says, Hi, my name is Ekta, and I'm a mom of two children, a four-year-old and a six-month-old. Life has become crazy with two children, and I'm struggling to find ways to take care of myself and eat healthy while also working on a few projects that are important to me. This podcast has given me a lot of good inputs to help my struggles. Thank you so much for keeping it real. 
Thank you, Ekta, for listening. And please shoot me an email, chris at healthymamachris.com, and we'll send you over a digital meal planner. So let's dig in to the meat or the tofu, no judgment here, of the episode. Today, I wanted to talk about allowing yourself permission to eat all foods. The first step to making peace with food and how powerful this seemingly simple step can be in our lives. We've been talking about this all month in the Supermama Society, so for the past couple of weeks. If you don't already know, the Supermama Society is my intuitive eating-based group coaching membership, and I wanted to share some thoughts with all of you on this same subject because it's so important, and I think it's a really important way to start off the year in a world where our our culture tells us that we should put rules and restrictions around our eating that can oftentimes send us in entirely the opposite direction as we want to. We want to live healthy, whole, balanced lives, but the more we restrict ourselves, the more we rebel. So I want you to take a second and answer this question for me wherever you are. Does thinking about food make you feel peaceful? Do you feel at ease deciding what's for dinner, or does thinking about food make you feel a little stressed out? Does ordering from a menu at a restaurant send you into a tailspin of anxiety? Maybe it's not that extreme. But if food makes you feel a little less than calm, I was right there with you for a really long time. Like a decade long time. In fact, I truly thought I would never really make peace with food. I thought that I just knew too much, that I needed a set of rules or I would go completely off the rails and never eat a single healthy thing again. But through my journey to finding my balance, I started allowing myself permission to eat more foods. And as I started to allow myself permission to eat foods I never would have dreamed of allowing in the past, I started noticing that none of the scary things I thought were going to happen did. I didn't gain 100 pounds. I didn't binge eat constantly. There were times I overate, and this happened more in the beginning of the permission stage, but they quickly became far and few between. Because it's normal to overeat sometimes, we all do it, and then it wasn't a big deal anymore because it wasn't happening all the time like I expected. And as I gave myself permission, my guilt around eating the foods or the amount of of certain types of foods that I'd put rules around started to fade as I started to notice what felt good in my body and actually honor that. Sometimes it meant choosing what would be deemed the healthier option because that's what I knew would satisfy me and make me feel good and energized. Sometimes it meant choosing the food that might not be the most nutrient-dense option, but that I really loved, and taking away that guilt from it, and just allowing myself to be and to enjoy. And friends, this is still how I live my life years after this permission stage. I make the choices that serve me now and in the future. And I give myself full permission to eat all types and amounts of foods without rules or restrictions. And I don't overeat anymore, except for the very rare occasion. I don't binge on the weekends, which is something I used to do multiple times every weekend. I don't give myself treat meals or cheat days, because I don't need to. Foods that fuel me, foods that nourish me, and foods that are just for fun... These are the type of foods that I eat every single day. 
There's no formula to it. It's not 80-20. It's whatever percentage feels good that day. There are days I go the entire day eating foods that would be considered healthy by nutrition standards because that's what makes me feel good and that's what my body desires. And there are days where I eat French toast for breakfast and a huge sandwich on white bread for lunch and cookies and pizza all in one day. And I don't sweat it or feel the need to work it off or restrict the next day because of it. My body tells me what it needs. My body tells me if I need to pull back, if I need more of a certain nutrient. And it took a long time to get to this point because I needed to learn how to trust that my body was speaking to me. But this is the power of permission. This is where it starts. Hey friend, I'm interrupting this episode with a reminder. Today is the last day to join the Supermama Society, my online intuitive eating-based group coaching membership designed just for moms. The Supermama Society is a space I've created to help you grow in your relationship with food and your body, simplify nutrition, and learn to live the healthy, happy life you desire without restriction or deprivation. With monthly web classes, workbooks, weekly short audio lessons, access to my Intuitive Mama mini course, new recipes, mom-friendly workouts, and a community of like-minded moms, this is the place for you to learn to live happy, healthy, and whole. It's all mobile-friendly and designed to fit into your busy mama life. Registration closes on Monday, January 13th at midnight, but if you're listening to this later, you can hop on the waitlist. We open again in July. Head to supermamasociety.com to join. I can't wait to see you there. We can't learn to trust if we don't learn to allow ourselves permission to begin to trust what feels good. Many of us hear the word permission and we instantly tense up, especially those of us who are like myself, who like to be in a little more control than the rest of the world at times, or a lot of the time. Permission feels overwhelming. Permission feels like too much. Permission feels like letting ourselves go. But the reality is, permission isn't letting ourselves go. Permission is letting ourselves lead the way. It's about letting our body be the guide for what she wants and how she wants to feel. The more restricted we feel, whether it be physically through dieting, emotionally through not allowing ourselves to feel our feelings, or mentally never uh, allowing ourselves what we really truly want, the deeper desire we have to rebel, which can often lead to eating larger quantities of food later on. And this often happens when we give ourselves pseudo permission to eat, whether we're at a party, it's a treat meal or a cheat day, and then we feel out of control. And we think the answer is more control. It's this vicious cycle fighting against our natural urges and needs, which only escalates the more we try and grasp for control. But the control leads to more overeating or binge eating, and then we resolve to get back in control, when really, it isn't control at all. It's forcing our bodies into an unnatural state. We're, we've stopped tuning in, and we're trying to force our bodies to where we want them to be. So let me ask you this then. What if, instead of pursuing self-control, we pursued self-care? 
Pursuing self-care over self-control and allowing ourselves the permission to eat all types of foods allows us to explore fully what foods make us feel good, what energizes us, what depletes us both in food and in life, and then honor that, fully stepping into the way we want to feel. If we don't have the option, the full, no-holds-barred permission to unconditionally explore and experiment will never find what really truly feels good. This doesn't mean you need to try all food on the planet to find what feels good. It means you leave it open for exploration. You remove the rules you've placed around food and choose curiosity over control. You try the food, perhaps with hesitation at first, and then you see, with honesty and openness, how it really feels. You do this a couple times. You explore different amounts, different types within different food groups, and you start to develop a connection between what your mind wants and how your body wants to feel, otherwise known as your intuition. Permission to eat means permission to eat foods that may otherwise be deemed unhealthy or less nutrient-dense, cookies, cake, ice cream, pizza, donuts, as well as foods that are more nutrient-dense, but you still might have put rules or restrictions around, like carbs, fat, processed foods. No one food is inherently bad, unless it doesn't work for your body or causes harm in some way. No one food is inherently good, either. The nutritionist preaching broccoli and kale from the rooftops might not have met someone who can't handle that many cruciferous vegetables due to their goitrogenic nature. Does it mean these foods are bad now that you know that? Absolutely not. Everyone is different. But until you are able to explore your own differences and tune into your own physiology and preferences, true peace with foods isn't possible. In the same vein, the art of moderation, self-moderation that is, is only possible when you allow yourself the permission to eat when you're hungry, not based on the clock or macros or portions, and stop when you're really satisfied. It's not about control. It's about mindfulness. True peace with food comes from the calmness of knowing all foods are available, that you have the choice to make the decisions that serve you. What a freeing feeling, right? So what does it look like to allow this unconditional permission to eat? It looks like eating when you're hungry, no matter what time of the day it is or if you've just eaten. It means eating until you're actually full, not according to portions, measurements, macros, or points. It means not worrying about food categories or creating the perfect plate, just choosing foods that sound satisfying so you can learn what that actually is. You can't learn it if you don't practice it. It's about taking away the good and bad labels around food and knowing all foods can fit in a healthy, balanced life and choosing what sounds good and what feels good without the pressure of rules. All of these lead to peace with food. So I wanted to leave you with a couple questions to explore. The same questions I gave the women in the Supermama Society as you begin to start to allow yourself permission to eat all foods and begin to step into making peace with food. So food is no longer the enemy, but an ally to you living your best, most beautiful life. The first question is, do I allow myself permission to eat all foods? Where am I holding myself back from eating certain foods? 
Have I created rules or restrictions consciously or unconsciously around foods, those good and bad labels? Do I notice not allowing permission creates a deeper desire to eat these foods or other foods? Where then can I begin the practice of allowing myself to make peace with foods by allowing permission at my next meal, even if it feels uncomfortable? As you move through these questions, I want you to remind yourself, food is just food. It serves so many roles in our lives, fuel, nourishment, and pleasure, and it can serve all of these roles at any given time. It doesn't change anything about our identity or our worth to choose the so-called unhealthy option. Healthy is different for everyone. The same goes for the the so-called healthy option. Caring for you in the best way you know how and the way that you're learning to is what really, truly matters the most. So friend, if this was helpful to you and you are encouraged by this and you want to dig into the power of permission more deeply, I want you to join us in the Supermama Society. The Supermama Society is my online group coaching membership for moms designed exclusively for moms because I know that moms have busy lives. And I know if you're listening to this podcast, you want to find balance, but you might feel like there's just not enough time in the day to figure out what works for you. So I want to be there as your support, as your guidance, and give you really tangible tools to find your beautiful balance at your own pace. Each and every month, there's a brand new theme with a web class that you can join us on live or listen to the recording later, mini audio lessons that you can listen to on the go each and every week to inspire you and encourage you in your journey to healing your relationship with food and living a healthier mama life. There's also monthly workouts provided by Heather of Fit Mama, Real Food, Totally Option, but an awesome opportunity to have movement that you can do at home for any level real food recipes, workbooks to help you take the tools that I share with you in the web class and the audio lessons and put them into practice. You also get access to my Intuitive Mama e-course and all of the e-books and printables I've created over the years. It's an incredible resource for less than $30 a month. You can get your first week free and registration closes tonight. We don't open up again until July because I want this to be a community. I want us women in the Supermama Society to band together to support and encourage each other in our journeys to finding our beautiful balance. So if that sounds like something that's for you, I want you to head to supermamasociety.com and join us. Then hop into the Facebook community, introduce yourself, and start this journey this year with us. You don't need to go on a diet or restrict yourself or put rules around food in order to find what feels really good to you. And that's what the Supermama Society and myself and everything I do am all about. Thank you so much, friends, for listening. I hope to see you over in the Supermama Society, but even if not, I am so happy to have you here. Happy New Year. I am so excited to jump in to this new decade with you. I will talk to you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? 
It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.